If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Aloha! From theballerlifestyle.com, it's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Episode number fo 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 four hundred forty four of the podcast. Thank you very much for your patronage. Please become a friend to us via our email address, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Give it out at the top of the show every week. Also, you can call us. Nine four nine four six four TBLS. Additionally, you can subscribe to all the extra content we do, including the stereo after show that I repost after performing it live, usually on Friday nights. That shows up on the Red Circle page, as well as, say, for instance, this week. Later on, after the show, we're going to talk about the mom that's being shunned by her community for breastfeeding on TikTok. That's a video I'm going to need to watch and review. I'll do that during the bonus time later. Also, Fat Joe, the rapper, who's like pretty fat, but he's he's no big pun, R.I.P. He's, he's receiving some backlash for his use of the N-word. You know who uses the N-word a lot? Is our dear friend Takashi Six Nine also not black? Not black. Not apologizing for his use of the N word. We'll talk about that later. We'll probably also talk about how Facebook has been caught accepting bribes from OnlyFans to downplay shadow ban rival sites. That's something we're going to want to talk about. Oh, then we got a medieval time story. None of that is going to be on the regular show. If you want to hear the bonus content that we do, you're going to have to subscribe via the link in the show notes. Click the link there. Five bucks a month, 50 bucks a year. That's the way you sign up for that. Oh, also, well, we'll get into this in a second. I'll just say people have been asking, hey, Brian, what's up with the bachelor lifestyle? And we we haven't been we haven't been covering Bachelor in Paradise, and it's it's really it's a hundred percent the fault of co-host Jason Stewart, friend of the show. He just does not care enough about you guys to show up at the regular time and do the show. So it's I'm, I've been watching. I have thoughts, a lot of thoughts. Victoria is there. Everybody will remember her from. I can't remember whose season. One of the guys. I don't know, but you know who she is. Uh, so, yeah, a new new Bachelor Lifestyle is coming soon. Please listen to it when we do. Don't give up on the Bachelor Lifestyle just because Jason Stewart 
has given up on you. Uh, I'm joined now, as always, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well, but I am under fire by the Camp Lejeune settlement <laughs> emails. How's the water at Camp Lejeune? What's Does anybody know? On? Does anybody I mean, I, I can appreciate a well-orchestrated fishing scam like as good as anyone else. Yeah. But my God, I am yes. getting like we, we we used to joke 20 years ago about the Nigerian prince. Yes. Camp Lejeune in the last like three weeks has obliterated Nigerian prince. Well, hold I've on. Gotten, yeah. I've probably gotten 15 emails in the last three weeks. Now, I, I get them, too. But now isn't Camp, Camp Lejeune is also like that's, South Carolina, that's spelling. Let's 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 no wonder they're not getting any re, uh, responses because <laughs> of the spelling of Camp Lejeune. That's a real thing. Much like mesothelioma is a real yes. thing that exists. They're trying. They're trying to build well, a class. Chasers yes. get in there. Yes. But I think this is straight up Nigerian prince oh, territory. Oh, it could be. I don't know. I don't know enough about it other than to be annoyed by it. Anybody. We have a lot of military listeners. Anybody in our audience who at any point was stationed at Camp Lejeune. Can you? testify to the quality of the water how is the water at camp lejeune because i heard it's yeah. gives you cancer is it like flint is that it yeah. it's, it's- yes they were it's a military base where they were giving our our best and brightest i believe it's a marine base don't don't go crazy if i'm wrong yeah, I, i'm probably I wrong think, i yeah. think so it's um, but th- i mean we were giving them cancer water it's a cancer water base operated by the United States military, and that will not stand. It will not Our, stand, especially because we spend so much goddamn money yeah. on the military. No, but it's on it's on planes that we'll never use right. and shit like that. Yeah, cancer water, fine. F thirty fives, let's do it. Um, yeah, I I don't know, but it's I we're going through the shock and awe treatment with these emails. They yeah, just they keep much. coming, and what what's the end game? Yeah. Is it is it just fishing? It's it's also on every commercial on every fucking college football game. Camp, yeah. you know how they do? They'll do the national commercials and then they'll they'll blitz out for a second and do do a fucking local car dealership. That's when the Camp Lejeune shows up because those are cheaper. But it's like you can't get away from it. Yeah, it's just it's a weird thing that I can spot. I mean, the best is like you get the uh, Prime emails or. Netflix yeah. ca- account suspended. Yeah. Click yeah. here. Yeah. And I, you know, Mich- Michelle has built a great career yeah. and she's smart with people. Yeah. But she asks me all the time and <laughs> I knew I was in tr- <laughs> oh, yeah. about like, yeah. hey, is our is our Netflix account suspended? I'm like, don't click, yes, don't click, yeah. don't click. Yeah. But today she asked me about Camp Lejeune and I thought, all right, it's time to. <laughs> It's time to address this. What about here's a new one. Here's a new one. DocuSign. I get a lot yeah. of is I, your I do too. How many documents does somebody need? Are you getting ripped off? It's like, are you getting ripped off on your DocuSign account? And I'm like, well, first of all, you spelled it sing. So I know you're not actually messaging me from DocuSign. I get that much. But like how many how my how many people like how many documents can people be signing electronically every single day that they need to deal with this whole DocuSign thing? It's crazy. Um, what's another one? There's there's a, there's a few. 
But yeah, Docu Singh is yes. is a big one. Yes, the, yeah, those are the biggest. I'm I'm dealing with a new the look. I could lose our document here. Oh, there, just don't click anything else, Brian. Just don't click on. It. I have a habit of highlighting and unhighlighting things I'm about to talk about, and I'm I'm working on our our show document on a different computer than I normally do. And when I go to click like half the thing disappears every time. So I could forget I could mess up. Um, Ed this week, speaking of speaking of co-hosts of the bachelor style, bachelor lifestyle and occasional guest here on this show, Jason Stewart props go out to him. Congratulations in order. My man had his 50th birthday this weekend. Oh, I did see that. Yes. I wished him a happy birthday. Yes, he had a, he had a big party at uh, Danny Trejo's Cantina in Hollywood. Oh, sounds delightful. It was great. My buddy Travis Rogers sprung for a black car to drive Ooh. us and our significant others to and from. Cannot thank him enough. That could not have been cheap. Also, the limo driver saw my dick. Uh, how did that happen? Well, so I had to be that guy, Ed, and it's, look, I didn't want to be that guy. I'm never that guy, but it was, you know, it was Friday night traffic to get there and it's, it's a a solid 60 mile trip from where we live to where to Hollywood, California might, might be closer to 70. So it was, it was nearly two hours in the car and, and at Travis Rogers' house, he poured me a large, delicious, frozen, nearly frozen, dirty martini, and he he poured that thing to the to the actual. It was like it was like like a Mister Wizard experiment where it was like held on. It was actually bulging above the top of the glass, but it was held on by what we call surface tension. Ed, I wow. so I drank that whole thing. Then I think I had a beer at his house. Then I poured myself a roadie beer. I think I took two roadie beers. You took in, a road soda. Yeah, in the car. And about halfway there, you know, we're, we're it's stop and start traffic. The car's jerking around. Oh, I get it. I and get it. I, finally, I raised my hand. I go, I'm sorry to do this. I got to take a leak. And the and the. Because your eyeballs are swimming yeah. at that point. Yeah, I just couldn't. I couldn't concentrate. I couldn't be. I couldn't be a party to the conversation we're having. And, and yeah. Travis's lovely wife Susan, she's sitting next to me in the way back, and she's like, "You got to pee, don't you?" And I'm like, "I'm sorry." So the driver pulls over near the Commerce Casino. He pulls up to a gas station, and I go in, and the gas station's the door is locked. Oh no! And I wait there about a minute minute and a half 90 seconds and i go i just can't i can't do this and i I run out the front door and it's it's a well-lit station ed it's there's plenty of lights everywhere and there's just no just dark spots there's no there's no place behind it nope it was it was like backed up to like some industrial thing there was no going Mm. behind it there was no dumpster area the telltale areas the regular spots yeah that's there, what I was thinking. There was just some bushes up against the front. And then I was, I, I, you know, look, you're not thinking straight when you're in this position. I walk up to a bush and I realize that the whole gas station can see me pee. But rather right. than to do the smart thing and turn my back 
toward all of them and pee on the bush. I stand on the other side of the bush and start peeing on it fully on display to the patrons of the gas station. My thought process being, well, if, if some five Oh rolls up or some hero tries to put a stop to this, I can see him coming. If my back is to all the action, I don't know if somebody comes up on me. So I got, I got to take my chances and just let it go right here on this bush. And it was a low bush, Ed. It was shrubbery. <laughs> it was it was not like uh, somebody's hedges that you can't no, see. But right. It wasn't yeah. it was not even it was below knee height. But I just couldn't <laughs> look. I just I had no choice. It was that serious. So I start letting it go. And I'm like, hey, I see people pumping their gas. And I'm like, this is L.A. Like nobody is noticing what I'm doing. No, they all they only care about themselves. Well, I mean, it might be slightly more L.A., but yeah. for the most part, yeah. if you're in a real place, it's true. Nobody That's gives true. A shit about yes. It. Like yes. if all you're real in, places. Yeah. If you're in a not real place, I guess people are paying attention to the person next to them. But for the most part, real places, people are consumed with themselves. It's true. It's yeah. If if people are people are either into their own thing or they're just trying to survive. In which yeah, case, they don't, I don't give a shit. I mean selfish. Yeah. I just mean people. Life is hard enough. Yeah, there's not. There's no Karen consumed with somebody else's business. That's right. So I'm letting it go, and the limo driver comes walking up up from around the corner, and he's like, "Oh," looks right at my dick, and he's like, "Oh, there's no, there's no bath," and I'm like, "It's locked," and he's like, "All right, cool." So I didn't look. I wasn't expecting for a middle aged Armenian gentleman in a sport coat to see my penis last Friday night on the way to Jay Stu's party. But there I was, that happened to me. That's a thing that occurred hey, and I'm fine with it. You can't, you can't plan everything in life. <laughs> it's, it's, it's true. You really can't. Also, I was, I was a little concerned because look, this is a Danny Trejo's place, a celebrity taco shop. And Danny was there. He's a friend of, he's a friend of Jay Stu's girlfriend's family. So really? was, yeah, so he was there, but he had left before we got there. And I, I just didn't have high hopes for a celebrity taco places taco. But I do love Danny Trejo. I love Danny Trejo. Wayne Grove? Like, I, isn't he great in everything? He's great in everything. I, I have to say, pleasantly surprised. My man, Danny Trejo, does a fantastic fucking taco. I mean, Good, good. Like not like just good for a celebrity taco. Good for any taco. Fantastic. Great grub. Great group of people. Happy birthday, Jay Stu. Even though you've been really fucking me on the Bachelor Lifestyle Podcast episodes. That's that's because of baseball. <sighs> well, I don't know. He's he's you know he's got he could he's like I can do. We normally record him on Thursdays, and he goes, I can do it. On um, Sunday, between 537 and 604. And then I'm like, okay, let's do that. And then, but then I, I couldn't, I was, it took me longer to get home from San Diego that day than I thought it would. So I just couldn't, I wasn't available to do that. And so it's just like, we've been going back and forth and I, you know, I think he's kind of bullying me on it a little bit, but we'll, we'll get back. Mm. We'll get back to doing okay. it. Um, so, oh, there's one more thing I got to, I got to self-report before it comes out about me. Uh-oh. 
I, uh, so we get, we come back from the Trejo's tacos extravaganza, did it right. We're home by midnight. I was wasted. We had beers on the way home in the, in the Travis Rogers provided black car, dropped me off at my door, went right to bed. I woke up the next day. I was feeling a little tired, but I was, it was a rare two event weekend because Saturday night we were going to see Anthony Jeselnik at the Irvine improv. That sounds fun. Yeah, it was pretty fun. So we went there and we, we went to the early show. And so we were home by like 10, sat down on the couch, had a little whiskey and both me and my chick looked at each other and we're like, do you just want to go to bed? And we're like, yeah, we both did. So I was in bed by 11. I woke up Sunday and I was just like, felt like kind of lethargic. Just, I don't just didn't feel myself. Just felt really tired all day. Went to bed, woke up the next morning, Ed, and my- More COVID? No, close. Very close. Well, actually worse. Much worse than the, the my, two, my two stints with COVID. Woke up. I was a little congested. My bad sore throat. And my left eye- Pink eye? Was completely crusted shut. Oh no! I had pink eye. I had. Oh, is it is it from the uh, the little one? Well, yes. So, I I know people listening are going to be like, "Oh, Brian's been eating ass," and that is not how I contracted pink eye. Because um, that's a that's a young child spreader right. disease. Like right. you're you're high school aged, right? Yes. Kids are not pink eye spreaders. Well, two of the children in our house both had sinus infections and earaches, and it it manifested in pink eye. It was like a whole everything. It was like a bacterial infection of the face. And I was bragging about how I was untouchable. This is what I do. I go, oh, it's this can't get me. I tell people this is just exactly what happened with COVID. The you first used time to brag about yeah, the COVID. The thing. first time I got COVID. The day before I got COVID, I was telling everybody, oh, it's impossible for me to get COVID. I'll never get it. The next day I got it. I was bragging to my one child. I'm like, look, you're all fucked up. I'm like, that this doesn't affect me. I don't get it. I'm not going to get what you have. The next day, I had a crusted over eye, I had pink eye, and I had to I had immediately take myself to the to the urgent care. And be like, hey, you got to deal with this. So they gave me some. They gave me some shit for it. And they go, and I go, hey, I go. I Is that feel- antibiotics? Like what? It's you- both antibiotics and drops. So, oh yeah. And I, I go, hey. Also, I feel like it's creeping into my other eye. And they go, oh yeah, that happens because they're so close together. And I go, yeah, especially me because my eyes are fucking extra close together. Of course, it's going to transfer. It goes. It probably went behind the bridge of my nose. It didn't even need to leap. Because my eyes are so close together, it went under behind the bridge of my nose and crept into the other eye. So I just been for you like know who's not at risk of that? Britney Spears, Jimbo Fisher. Oh yeah, Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, uh, who's the Anna quarterback Taylor for the Ravens? <laughs> oh yeah, big time. The chest chick. And oh, who's the quarterback of the Ravens? Uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. He's not getting. He's if he gets pink eye in one eye, it could never. It it would be like Magellan trying to fucking sail over to the other eye. It's he would have to go around the horn. 
<laughs> impossible, impossible. To do. So before anybody, I don't want anybody to get to get word of my pink eyes, plural situation, and start talking about how I was eating ass. It was it was transmitted in the home via a home with a v- many very sick children, and I'm all better now. Thank you, everyone, for the thoughts and prayers. I appreciate it. Is it is it a quick? bounce back like after a couple days of yeah it was like yeah like a day and a half like i was i still i woke up this morning my eye was still slightly gooey and then uh, but i've been using yeah. and i do i've been doing the drops like every i don't know half an hour i've been just dropping drops in my eye and and now i'm better like there's no there's no issue anymore non-contage at this point i'm back fired up never never felt healthier honestly all right, good for you. All right, you ready to talk some sports? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give Hetero Life a try. If you see something on my hand That makes you think I'm not a man It's just my cool rings, you see They're as sparkly as can be I might own joy on DVD Ed, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What sports? Yeah, <laughs> sports. Well, it's, I'm not thinking straight. My my brain has been infected it's by pink eye bacteria. Eye. <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention this. I read today. Maybe it's it. I think he's dead. But Peter, it, today's Peter Boyle's birthday. Yeah, yeah. He died a few years ago. The best man at his wedding was John Lennon. Shut up. His wife was a Rolling Stone photographer, and so she knew Yoko, and then he became friends with John. Yeah. How cool is that? Peter Boyle, Young Frankenstein. Yeah, that's the move. God, that movie is so good. It's so good. I just watched it not that long ago. You know what I watched yesterday? Tell me. Uh, Misery. Oh, I watched that not that long ago, too. Fantastic. Happy Bates. One of the, like, maybe one of the top ten performances of all time. Terrifying. Kind of good. Terrifying. Jeez, that's so he left terrifying. that little figurine, that little penguin yeah. figurine. Yeah, penguin. Yeah. Supposed to face due south. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so scary. Super fan. Uh R.I.P. Oh. R.I.P. When you think Rolade's Relief Man Awards of our childhood. Yeah. Feel like this guy has got to be one or two. Are they not doing that anymore? Do we still get a... There's no more IBM, you make the call either. I used to hear a lot of Rolades, or read a lot of Rolades. Relief Man of the Year. Yeah, well, this guy... They give you like a a Chrysler LeBaron or something, too, for being the Rolades Relief Man of the Year. Like, it was no bullshit. I believe so. Yeah, Yeah, there was a car involved. Yep. Um, And also, we see lots of beards now. Yep. Yep. But we, we didn't, didn't see, used to. We didn't see it except for this dude, Bruce Suter. R.I.P. Sixty-nine years old. Ouch. R.I.P. I mean, it's 
Cardinal Look, mostly, right? Yeah, Cardinal, Cub. Cub, right. White Sock, I believe. You know, he ba- those relief pitchers, they'll bounce around. But I mm-hmm. remember him as a Cardinal in those, with those beautiful Sunday like blues. blues. Yeah, man. Yeah. Was that yeah, a sharp when think, look? When I think of him, I think of the baseball card, and I think he yeah. always was in the light blue yeah. baseball card. Yeah, really, that, really brought out the color in his beard. No, the guy was the guy was amazing. Now, Ed, he passed just recently at sixty nine years old. It's a nice age, so, but I don't. You yeah. can, you can help me with the math here. That means so. in nineteen seventy nine. So 40, just, it's so easy to say 1982 was 40 years ago. Right. So 43 years ago in 1979, when he won the Cy Young Award, you mean to tell me, wait, he was like 33? No, 30, no, no, 20. 20. Holy shit. He was in his 20s. How? And then in 1984. 38 years ago when he won when he led the league in saves was he also a padre now i gotta know with 45 saves 1984 was 38 years ago what's 69 minus 38 ed he was like 32 you take the nine minus the eight yes (laughs) this is not my strong suit I mean, I, the guy was not that old now. The beard can age a man, I guess. I mean, well, also, oh, he's one of those guys, much like Roger Clemens. Bruce, middle name. Cardinals, Cubs. Oh, it only says number 42. Great number. Jackie Robinson. Is that, was he only on two teams? That can't be right. Yeah, because Lee Smith played for like, 12 teams, yeah, you know, least. like relievers tend to do that. Yeah. Like Lee Smith was an Oriole for a year or two. Yeah. Like, Angel, would, probably the worst year of his career. But I'm just saying, like, like you said, relievers tend to bounce around towards the end. No, they really do. It's, they're really, they're, uh, they're hired guns. I can't get this. I can't get any because I'm using a different computer. Chrome will like, won't let me open any windows. It keeps telling me my connection is not private. I think I've fucked something up on my things. Anyway, he was on a lot of tech. You know what? You know what warning I get a lot now? Uh, Camp Lejeune. But Chrome will be like, hey, your your uh, your passwords are compromised. Oh, yeah, I got compromised. You got to you got to reset these 36. And I I, I can't I can't do it. Yeah, because it's all one password. Yeah. How how much can I remember? Going to every site. I'm sorry, I can't do it. Sometimes I do where I'll just let Chrome suggest the password. And that's just like, I mean, that's like dancing with the devil right there. Because it's like, I'm going to be on some other computer someday. And I'm going to be trying to get into Spotify. But I'm I'm not on Chrome or I'm on my phone or something. And I'm I'm not going to know some password with like four asterisks and an ampersand and a, and a capital J in it. Like, I'm never going to be able to remember that. But sometimes I'll roll the dice. Yeah, that that's the problem when they, they they're like, hey, try this fancy new password. But then you can't yeah. ever remember. No, ever. no, never. It's like my mom's Wi-Fi password. Yeah. Oh, you got to look at the back of the box and yeah. it's 19 
numbers. I, I got that because when I got the box, they're like, don't change, don't change it. It's got to be this. Just leave it this. It's, it fucks things up if you don't leave it this. And mine is like, I got it. People are like, what's your Wi-Fi? And I got to like send them a picture and the picture's all blurry. And it's like capital C, lowercase D, J, a bunch of numbers, then some more capitals and some lowercase. They told me not to. Oh, I changed it right away because (sighs) there's always a new device. Somebody needs to figure it out. And I can't. Did you, is your, um, is your password somehow like different strokes related? Is it like Drummond's? It's not four. It's or not that, but it's not not that. I'll say <laughs> okay, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> uh, who else died? It's uh, it's yeah. someone yeah. who 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 comes in and they see what the the uh, the Wi Fi name is. They'll figure out the password. Oh, okay. oh, okay. All right. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, also, former Packer and Jet tight end Tyrone Davis, fifty. R.I.P. Too young. Yeah. Who knows? It's too young. Yes. Very uh, we we've got an update. Yes. The fisherman caught in the Cleveland tournament. <sighs> yep. Jamming weights inside the, the fish. Weights. They have been charged with grand theft. Yeah. That's so they had won like the year before they had won like 300 grand on fishing tournaments. Yeah. I mean, elephants and white Midwestern fishermen. Don't forget. Yeah. No, they were pissed. And this one was apparently just for 30 grand. Like they, and they knew they were onto them, but Runyon and Kaminsky, these guys are just fucking, they live in life on Hello? the edge. Now they're, now they're looking at a year. A grand jury has indicted Runyon and Kaminsky on charges of cheating, attempted grand theft, and possessing criminal tools, Ed. That's what, what is, that's criminal prob- tools are weights. I mean, I would think if you had like a machete. Yeah. But criminal t- tools, I mean, they depends on the crime. Not, depends on the crime. They're not illegal in places. That's true. But they're illegal when they're inside of a Lake Erie walleye, Ed, that's being weighed. You know when they can also be illegal? When they're attached to scales in Okinawa when you're oh, weighing fruit. Fucking carrots. Chosen. Carrots. Chosen <laughs> Chosen was fucking the villagers out of <laughs> He really was. And like how much how much extra money like those carrots actually cost fifty cents. Yeah, you ever go you ever go to a farmer's market and you're like, hey, I want to get these um this broccoli here and they're like, Yeah, that'll be nineteen cents. Like how like <laughs> I, I'm always like, how do these people make money? Like everything's so cheap. And then this I chosen, understand that. yeah, the cho- this chosen's trying to add like four or five cents to every fucking bushel. <laughs> like what a piece of shit! And, and you like, can tell by his no, shirt, he's got money. Shit is Danielson. Yeah, I mean, all he's trying to do. Yeah, chosen's just trying to make a little bit, a few yeah, more cents. That's true. He's just living on Okinawa. You know, it's fucking a tough life. A couple more millions of a, of a yen. <laughs> yes. That's all he wants. Could help him out. And fucking, and then Dang. this, this, uh, this kid all. from the valley shows yeah. up and he's just fucking it up, Fuck. taking his girl. Yeah. Reseda by cool. way of Jersey. What a piece of yeah. shit. Well, these guys, Ed, these guys are looking at serious time. The charges are fifth degree felonies, meaning they could each bring a punishment of up to 12 months in prison and $2,500 in fine. Well, they got that in that boat that they won. Oh, they seized the boat. Oh, Authorities they're, they're treated seized. like oligarchs. Yes. They're getting their boat seized. Yes, these guys. And also I read. Oh, right here. 
The anglers also face a misdemeanor count of unlawful ownership of wild animals, a charge related to raw fish fillets they allegedly had on their boat. So those are the ones when they, when, when the guy's like, we got weights in the fish. And then he cut it open and the weights mm-hmm. came out. There were also. Wait, what did the guy keep shouting? He's, he's like, oh, oh, shit. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like a bunch of fuck <laughs> yeah. It was all sorts of fuck yeah. Uh, okay. My computer. <laughs> this could be an issue. Oh, no, it's back. My computer died, but now it's back. Um, what else said? So college football on Saturday was awesome. There were all kinds of big matchups and uh, upsets. And the the big one was Tennessee versus uh, Bama. Yes. And Bama missed uh, a field goal with 15 seconds. Love it. And then Tennessee was able to drive and kick a winning field goal in that 15 seconds. And... This fan stormed the field and it looked awesome. This was the first time they beat Bama in 15 years, I think. Yep. And uh, and they tore down the goalposts. And it yep. was, you know, tradition of, of, you know, any big college football upset. You see stuff like that. Love it. Then they chucked the goalposts in the, the uh, Tennessee River. And yeah. the one thing we we see in the after effect, the after shock is – the athletic director of Tennessee is asking fans oh for God. a GoFundMe Stop goalpost it. donation. Stop it. Shut the SEC fuck up. SEC money. SEC money. I know. Shut the fuck up. You get one big, they well, all the money. Reach out to one of your big donors. Like, they got to have a big, you know, somebody, what, Alan Jackson or something. TV budget. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I Absolutely. Like you said, there, there are donors that'll do this. Yeah. But your athletic budget is out of control. Yeah. At this point. No, you're in the SEC. See, this is one of those things that it's it's always a lesser of two evils. Like, of course, you want Tennessee to beat Alabama. But at the same time, you never want to be happy for Tennessee. It's it's a hard position to be in. I every time I see I get so nervous when I see these goalposts coming down. First of all, how do they do it? They just put so much weight behind it. Yeah, there's just multiple people on it. Yeah, it's just all it's just bodies that make it come down. But then how do it they look really cool though? It did, but how do they not accidentally crack someone in the head with the corner of it or the end? Oh, I am certain I, I I don't know if I've read a story, but I'm certain some people have yeah, gotten been injured at, at the at the very yeah. least concussed yeah. by a goalpost for sure. I could see it happening. Yeah, nobody should give any money to this. These people should be shamed. the The victory was in the win. It's it's a it's the least they could do to pay to replace a goalpost. And I I heard it's like fifteen grand or something. It's not even like real money. <laughs> yeah, it, it's. I mean, it's just metal. Yeah, it's all it is. It's look, they throw these up at high schools every fucking week. Yeah, I I played at one high school, and I remember it was like duct tape and PVC pipe. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, they just made the H. Yeah, it was that, really sad. Yeah, they. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that is that is really sad. They weren't even the real ones. How about when they when football they used to have the goalpost on the goal line? Who thought that was a good idea? I mean, it was like into the late seventies. Yeah. I think. <laughs> what People were they would thinking? Get knocked out. Yes, that's crazy. Hey, uh, everyone, every time somebody does a post route, they're getting knocked out. Yeah. Maybe we should. 
Well, Maybe you, we should try something else. You'd have to you'd have to bring it into the like you'd have to use it as strategy to try to run your guy into it to get open. Yeah, I guess you're setting a pick. Yeah, use it as use it to set a pick. Um, the Bills Jordan Poyer traveled to the Chiefs game from Buffalo by 15 hour van trip with his family because he wasn't cleared to fly mm. due to his rib injury, but then he played the whole game. Look, I, there's a couple different ways you can go on this, but I, I just say, like, how about no? Like, if your employer asks you to come to work with a sniffle, much less a punctured lung, just everybody say it with me. No. Oh, oh, by the way, you're going to need to drive through four states to do it. Here's your answer. No. Well, even if he wanted to play and even yeah. if he's. No. Amenable to yes. this solution. Yeah. He went in a 15 hour trip his with kids. his family. His kids. No fucking way. His kids in the car. Oh, I, my God. Ed, everyone knows I'm a huge Bills fan and I'm glad we went to KC and got it done. But you can't tell me the backup with two functioning lungs wasn't a better option than Jordan with one lung and a seized lower back and a stiff neck and a headache from being in a car for 15 hours. This is crazy. Yeah. Being in a car for 15 hours is not healthy, right? There's no. blood clot situation. Yes. It's, it's not good. It's awful. And this is worse than what they did to Tua, Ed. We're like, where's Bryant Gumbel to very eloquently uh-huh. shit uh-huh. all over the players uh-huh. association uh-huh. 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 <laughs> because they're an uh-huh. abject failure. Like this is, like, why did this guy, why did anybody think this is a good idea? I think Fuck he played this. Every snap on no, defense. No. With one lung? And he's not, he's not cleared to fly. I know. That's not, that's not good. He's, and everyone's like, probably like, oh, this guy's a gamer. That's fucking bullshit. He didn't want to lose his job. Like, let him be a gamer when he has two functioning lungs. Um, go Bills, though. Yeah, go big Bills. Big um, Bills fan over here. Um, this is hopeful. People are the the buzzards are circling Daniel Snyder in DC, um, but he's lashing out and he's letting it be known yeah. he has dirt on Goodell and yeah. other owners if yeah. they try to get him out. No, I'm loving this. Ed. This I'm, is good for everybody. I'm loving this. It's it still won't be good for Snyder, but it could be bad for all kinds of bad dudes. Um, yeah, it's no. This is what we need. You, you know, Ed, there used to be like six year old meat packers, but then Upton Sinclair wrote the jungle and that ended right. like this is the time. Like, let these cunts fight it out and then we'll get rid of all of them. How great is this? Just before we started the show, Bob Ursay, who's yeah. had his share of problems. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I, I think we need to look into removing him. Yes. And I, I think we can get the votes. If Bob Ursay. Yes. Who is. Definitely done cocaine on top of hookers in front of cops. Oh yeah, isn't he? Isn't he the one with the uh, with the bedazzled jeans that got yes. suspended? Yes, yes. So if he's saying, "Yeah, I think we have enough guys to get him out," it's giving me hope because you know what's not giving me hope? Carson Wentz. No, oh no. <laughs> like yeah. Dan Snyder possibly getting booted could be the lifeline. Oh, I would love to see it. I would love to see it. And it's look, these idiots think that they can take it to each other. They're like, oh, I'll, you know, I'll show them. I'll show them. It's 
we can get rid of both of them. Like you get rid of Goodell, you get rid of Dan Snyder, all of the above done. Can't wait. This is, we, we need this. In a, uh, Debate this weekend, Herschel Walker flashed a seemingly bogus police badge. Well, I mean, what is the point in having one of those if you can't flash it at a debate, right, Ed? (laughs) Is that a female body inspector? Right. It's like, well, I remember Ronnie the limo driver used to brag to Howard about all his badges. And when he get pulled over... Cop buddies. Yeah, he'd get out his badges, and that would get him out of shit. We have something here in 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 Southern California, and it's like just such blatant. Um, I I can't imagine it works because it is such blatant bribery. There's something where you can contribute to the cops as if the, uh, as, I I yeah. I've done that in the past with the police athletic league yes, and yes. stuff like that. Yeah, it's I've like done that and. I, then I just decided I couldn't anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you, th- cause, and that's why they do it because the thing you get when you, it's called the 1199 F- foundation and it's like, Oh, I donate to the cops and the thing they give you to, to, they don't give you a badge or a fucking cap or a belt buckle. They, what they give you is a license plate frame. Oh, for me, I just had like a sticker on my car, right. like that in the yeah. back window yeah. and and I did it for a while, but I, I just don't drive enough. Right. So I'm going to donate money so I can yeah. go but, 20 miles an hour in Hoboken. <laughs> yeah, potentially not get a ticket for rolling a stop sign. So it's look, it's bullshit, but it's if you got it, like get it out. Like when when is a better time? To get That's out your right. fake badge than at a than at a televised debate where you can go, hey, look, I am not a real cop, but here I can pretend to be one at a debate. And he sounds great. <laughs> he's, he he's the best. Great. Like he's, he's he's really exceeding expectations. He's the best. The guy, look, he he ran headfirst into a lot of linebackers, both at Georgia and. In the USFL, a lot of carries. Yeah, a lot of also carries. he was returning those punts. I saw him. Not waving for a very fair catch very often in the it's for the Minnesota Vikings. Like he was, he took a lot of head punishment. Also, his head is like the size of a helmet. He must have, he was like OJ where they had to get like a bigger helmet. He's still jacked. Oh, yeah. The dude he's, is fit. Dude. Oh, speaking of super athletes, I'm excited for a uh, friend of the show, Jeff Perlman's next book oh. about. The Legend of Bo Jackson. Oh, my fucking God. I have a feeling that would be great because oh. just the recruiting stories around yeah. that, a guy like that. Yeah. yeah. That would be fun. You know, he's supposedly like a fucking great archer. Like he's <laughs> like a bow hunter. Like he's just he's like extra good at that. I believe it. I mean, yes. the dude was was elite yeah. at two very difficult Sports. Yeah, it's just elite. A, yeah, he's just like the fucking greatest ever. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It's and like we we were kind of like jaded into it. When, when you look back, you go, holy fuck, how was that real? And at the time, it's like, oh, yeah, he just, you know, he runs over guys for the Raiders. And then the next week he's in spring training with, with the with the uh, Royals. No big deal. I mean, it's the way people are being jaded right now with Otani. Yeah, because he plays for a shitty team. Yeah. The but shittiest. What he's, what he's doing yeah. is crazy. No, when Otani eventually gets to the major leagues, people are going to freak out. It's because he's yeah. he's in the top ten in both 
Yeah. Like yeah. the home runs and strikeouts. Yeah. Like a crazy yeah. thing. Um, ESPN's Jeff Passan. Is that yeah. how you pronounce it? Passan. Passan. I, yeah. I've only read it as I name, know. That's one of those um, names. He was forced to apologize for, quote, crossing the line with a, ter- a tweet directed at Justin <laughs> Verlander's brother. Uh, Verlander tried to make fun of uh, Passan for being 5'9", and then Passan fired back. When you're talking about Shohei, you're usually on your knees, though, right? <laughs> First, of- I guess Verlander's brother is an analyst. I guess. Well, I guess. that's that's here. That's another thing. So, first of all, there's no way Passon's actually five nine. I've seen him on like the ESPN, like when they're at the game and they're all and they're all yeah. you know sitting on the the fake set like in the outfield. Oh, and right. I've seen yeah, yeah. I've seen his feet dangling. But Passon's got to be stoked because <laughs> Verlander. Was he was being extra compassionate by not mentioning Jeff Passan's face? Like that—that's his real shortcoming. Like the guy—the guy is not a handsome guy, and he's got those ears and everything. He's a pretty good reporter, right? He's great. He's great, but he's—he's also. I think he went to Berkeley, so he's one of those guys that's like real smart. And if you're—if you're concerned that he's not that smart, just he'll tell you in a second how smart he is. But. My bigger th- issue is why why is there a why is there a Verlander's brother that we're dealing with? You know, I was watching yeah. I was watching the game a couple nights ago, Sunday mm-hmm. night football, and first of all, because I have CTE, I couldn't remember Tony Dungy's name. I was looking at him, I'm like, Yeah, oh, but I mean there's that like kind of for the best. Yeah. I'm like, yes. I'm like, there's that guy that that's He's come down from his perch atop a very tall building to tell us about football tonight. Yeah, but then, Ghostbusters building. Yeah. Then I look over and who's sitting next to him? It's that fucking asshole Chris Sims. What? Is, what why what, does there need to be a Chris on with Sims? His head. Yes. Yeah. His head is there. I mean, I've got a giant head, but his head has weird dimensions yeah. and is huge. Yeah. And he's real pasty and his dad's real weird looking. And look, he was a good quarterback for the Giants, but mm. just like, but like, just, just like in the edge well, a, of good. Was he was not. Time. They, yeah. didn't, they didn't. He had, uh, who was the running back? So Joe. Hockey. Yeah. Joe Morris. Joe Morris. Like this. That's back when they Tomorrow. ran the football. Like, if you look at Troy Aikman, Troy Aikman won three Super Bowls. He's a Hall of Famer. You look at his numbers compared to like any guy these days. It's just yeah. not even right. You're like, That's why true. is he in the Hall of Fame? He's threw it 18 times a game. That's true. It's a different game. My point is, is the, the nepotism. Like, why is there a Verlander's brother hanging around? I don't need that. I, nobody no. who wants to hear from Verlander's brother. Hey, what's um Clayton Kershaw's Jackson nephew Mahomes. got to say? Uh, yeah. Jackson Mahomes. Like, I, it's, there's too much of this. I don't That's like, true. let's have some real people. Let's have some real people. Like I don't need Tony Soprano's real son playing Tony Soprano in a movie. Get a guy, get a guy that's get some other kid that kind of looks like him. Hey, how about Mad Men? Glenn, the creator's son. Glenn gave well, me nightmares. He was so creepy though. Like who, who could I mean, have been better? I guess he was supposed to be creepy. Yes. I have a feeling uh, Matthew Weiner <laughs> yeah. didn't think that's how creepy the character would be, <laughs> yeah, but that's his son. <laughs> Matthew, Matthew Jr. I don't know why everyone thinks you're creepy. Hey, I don't know why you're not allowed to spend the night at any of your friends' houses and their moms are all sketched out by you. I'd, I'd, it's probably because you're, they're jealous of your fame. You're, 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 
<laughs> has nothing to do with you keeping locks of their hair. <laughs> yes, he was. Look, passing. It's hard for me to side with passing unless the other guy is Justin Verlander's brother. Like, why do I don't even know why I need to know who that 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 guy exists? No, thank you. Okay, let's do some voicemails. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus so fucking boring and worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tit. He's been well in Gardenia. Couple quick voicemails to get to. Ed, Brian, Matteo calling back awesome. in. Mateo, who we lost last week. Episode, and I am so sorry that my phone screwed up when I was calling in last week. Brian, you were right. It was a Bluetooth issue. It started connecting to my ear pods. Yep. I'm out walking my dog outside, and that shit just kicked in. So, hey, I apologize. Happens to me in my car. Somebody was calling me in my car yesterday, and I was trying to answer. Oh, it was the fucking doctor's office, the urgent care. Oh, can we calm down about the fucking COVID freak out, everybody? I go in the urgent care and they're like, you haven't been here in a few years. And I'm like, yeah, it's because I'm fucking superhuman. And they're like, so you got to refill out the paperwork. First of all, this fucking doctor's office paperwork. Like, I'm lucky to still have a thumb. Yeah, you might be there for 20 minutes before you can even talk to anybody. So they go, they go, yeah. And they're like, because of, um, because of the regulations or whatever, they're like, can you go out into your car and fill this out? And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, your car. And I'm like, okay. So I go outside and then they're calling me and it's like, I can't miss it, but it's like between my AirPods and my car. Like they're both trying to answer it. And I'm just yelling. Huh? Yeah, it's me. Hello. We got to figure this out. This is a major, major problem. We got to figure this Bluetooth shit out. Yeah, it's it's very 1996 performing technology. Look, this Mateo, great caller, Finley, Ohio. Went to Notre Dame. He's he's he had some shit to tell us and we can't hear what he's got to say because of Bluetooth. He's out on a dog walk. Starts connecting somewhere else. It's yeah, horrible. It stinks. There's also been there's also been some times where I think that my um I've been connected to like the Bluetooth speaker downstairs and maybe like Uh-oh. maybe I maybe I'm putting on something that's like not maybe I'm looking at something on my phone that's like you know, maybe I don't want mm. the sound to be heard on a different level of this house. Steel. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Uh, okay, Mateo, you're back. A couple of things. First thing, what I was going to say last week is about the fishing competition and the weights and the fish. 
up in Port Clinton, Ohio. Can't get enough of this, by the way. Can't like I, I, can't I get really enough. am into it. Yeah. I love like cheating. Like just like these guys were fucking going nuts to catch the biggest walleye. And it sounds but like they're, they're bad. Pre- che- yeah. I mean, they, they pulled it off for a while, yes. but why double the weight of what you would Insane. need? Insane. That's that's just greed. As as my buddy Matt, Hubris. my buddy Matt messaged me. He's the greatest fisherman I know. He said he goes every tournament director I've ever known can tell by sight within a few ounces how much a fish weighs. So, and these guys, these guys were almost eight pounds over on their catch. That's not crazy. to not to mention the old fish that they submitted in those other tournaments. Unbelievable. The hubris. Throw the fucking book at them. Yeah. I'm not too far from Port Clinton. I'm sitting here in northwestern Ohio about an hour away from Lake Erie. Those dudes are serious about their fishing. The walleye, I'm not a fisherman, but I know it's a fun fish to catch. Not especially tasty. Sounds The disgusting. Lake Erie perch is much better. Yep. If you ever get a chance, lake perch kicks ass. Interesting. But I'll tell you what, those fishermen are nuts. Second thing. The guy that called in this week just totally ripping on the Michigan fans, oh. basically saying they were scum of the earth. That's David. That's David in Salt Lake out of nowhere. David in Salt Lake for work just came out of nowhere to to harass Michiganders, Michigan. But not just fans. that. We took shrapnel. Yeah, state schools. State schools. He started shitting on state schools. The best, the best on, schools buddy. in the country are state schools. Come on. Of course. He's a little far off. I'm not going to sit here and defend Michigan fans. Of course not. I'm a Notre Dame guy, but I'm living here in Ohio, so I am surrounded by nothing but Buckeye fans. I can tell you firsthand, they, my friend, are the worst of all fans in college football. I've been to a bunch of different away games across the nation down south. I've seen Notre Dame get their ass kicked three or four times up in the big house in Ann Arbor. Of course. Never had a problem. The fans were gracious. There's no way in hell I'm going to Columbus on game day when they're playing Notre Dame. Wow. They opened the season earlier this year. I could have had tickets. No way I'm going to Columbus and wearing my Notre Dame gear around those people. Mm. Worst fans ever. Yes. That's all I got, gentlemen. Keep up the good work. Take care. Well, I mean... There's, I mean, people go to Michigan for the education, right? Yeah. Like that's kind a, of the it's difference. A, it's a great school. Yeah, that's kind of the difference. Also, I just learned this. They're super douchey, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a great school. Yeah. Iggy Pop went there. Also, I just learned this recently. The Buckeye is like a nut. It's like a fucking thing that falls off a tree. Yeah. That's what they, the sticker. Yeah. It's the Buckeye. Yeah. What's. The fucking football team isn't named after something you got to rake up. I I can't stand Ohio State or the Buckeyes, but I and maybe I'm I'm conditioned because I support a turtle. That's great. That's a great mascot. But I like non wildcats, eagles like I I like weird mascots. Sure. It's just it's just Ohio State. I don't like, but. Oh. I, I can support something weird for a mascot. Yeah, sure, but not a not a nut, not as not a, not something that from a from a shrub. No, thank you. But yeah, I mean a gopher. Come on, let's yeah. like look a a right. wildcat is stupid. A fucking bulldog also kind of stupid. 
A nut? No. Sorry. Nah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm just I'm just yeah. arguing on behalf of the sure. terrapins and gophers well, of the world. I like, love that I like kind of we- shit. I like weird stuff. Yeah. Hey, look, I loved Prospector Pete. We got fucked out sure. of here. You know, he's got now we're the sharks. <laughs> hey, guys, how you doing? This is lowly state school Mark the Nomad oh, calling to respond to that dumb bitch in Utah. See, this is David. Did you? This is what you invited. Yeah, you're asking for a Michigan fan this, to yeah. peacock. Also, it's I got a I got a report. Mark the Nomad here. He messaged me last week, and he's like, "Hey, I'm in your, I'm in I'm near you. Do you want to get a beer?" And I'm like, "When?" And he's like, "Tomorrow." And I'm like, "Oh, like, how am I supposed to plan that? Like, did you give me like nine and a half hours notice?" Like, I got that from somebody. Yeah. I think our friend Ryan. Uh, Airstrike. Oh, no. Ryan is on Cruise. Yes. Yeah. He was in New York. Well, he's and he's like, I was like, hey, what? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get a beer. And he's, he was like, well, it's, it's got to be tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be. <laughs> no, this Pete Schlitzky tried to pull the shit with me, too. I'm happy to get beers yeah. with, 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 our, with our listeners. I need at least but- four days notice. I need yeah, time. Yeah, but four to five days notice. I got I got people to account for here. Okay, here's here's Mark defending Michigan. Listen, Dave, I, I get that there's two things probably going on here. Number one, Michigan has the largest alumni network in the country. Oh, Don't take Jesus, out yeah. your fucking Michigan grad boss anger on me because no, you didn't no. get the promotion from low to middle management. Hey, that's funny. Okay. Number two, you live in Salt Lake City. That's so you're good probably point. very frustrated that your seven wives wow. don't let you do more than soaking uh, on the weekend. I, Ed, I'm only recently familiar with soaking. Do you know what that is? Does it have anything to do with the magic underwear? Sort of. It's like, you know how like, I won't limit it to just one religion. But like super religious people, mm-hmm. they'll they'll often offer the butt first so they can remain a yeah. virgin. Right. I, I saw some porns with that. Yes. Around. Yeah. I know. I see that too. So there's also a they also do a thing called soaking, which I guess doesn't count. Where that's where I think they just like it's kind of like a just the tip thing, where you can oh, put, you, see your- you can put it in there. But you can, there's not allowed to be. You're spraying it outdoors. Right. Well, no, no, not even that. No, much less than that, because that's what I do. It's they, you could put it in there, but you're not allowed to move the hips at all. There's no thrusting allowed. (laughs) So you haven't violated God's law because you're just soaking it in there. That's Which kind of like the sex show I saw in Amsterdam. Yeah, the guy's doing too. push-ups. Yeah, I saw that show. There was too. no hip movement. He was just doing push-ups. It's weird. In my sex show, it was like it was the guy was like kind of well, I don't it race indeterminate, but he had a he had a big upwards curve, much like Mark Wallace, the ponytail porno guy that we talked about before. <laughs> a big upward curve. And I'm like, oh, this chick cannot be dealing with like cause cause they do several shows a night. And he was definitely Yagred up because he came out and that thing was ready to go. And then he threw a few pushups down and they're like, ta-da. And I'm like, oh, they do that four times a night. She cannot be enjoying that hook 
every single yeah. time the whole night. That's just yeah. a lot. That's just a weird angles. Anyway, back to Mark. <laughs> so do me a favor and shut the fuck up. Not the reason smart. why we're arrogant is because we've earned it. You have? No. My no, million you have not. degrees. No. When did, didn't they, they share went, a they national beat, title they, in 1990? They, they beat Ohio State last year, yeah. and you would think that they won everything. Yeah. See. So they beat Ohio State and then got the doors blown off them by Georgia. Right. Oh, yeah, right, because they went to that Final Four thing. I remember that. Yeah. And you shared you shared a national title. I mean, yeah. no. no, no. The problem was he gr- attacked all state schools. Yes. And if you want to argue Michigan is a good academic <clears throat> institution, I, I'm yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. But you cannot argue that your fans aren't arrogant and don't say we've earned it. You haven't earned shit. Oh, uh, there you go, Mark. Let's take it from an expert. I'm I'm with Ed here. Means that I'm better than you. So even if Michigan loses a fucking football game. That means we're on even playing ground. What? If we win, just if. remind you of what you already know deep down in that dumb bitch soul of yours. <gasps> we're better than you. Go blue, bitch. Oh, wow. Uh, I mean, <laughs> keep in mind, yes. they beat the Terps by seven, and the Terps handed the opening kickoff, which led to a touchdown. Yeah. They just, It yeah. just bounced off the guy's face yeah. mask. So, Michigan, calm down. I know. Yeah. Calm down. Just, they're real excited to be Michigan, and look, you can't take that away from them. Okay, here's one more. Until they get destroyed by Ohio State. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's coming. But that's, see, that's, I'll root for Michigan in that, but then... I will, if, but they're going to get destroyed this year. If you're like, hey, I'm so great, it makes it hard for me to root to you against that school that's a nut. You know? Like, I want to root for you there. You have way better uniforms than them, but then, it, then when you're like, look how big our stadium is. You know? It's like, right. okay. Right. Like it makes it harder. And hey, Brian. Hey, ballers. So oh, it's I get it. You know, I, I totally get it. Well, first, I don't want to talk about the 12 thing. That's fucking insane. Oh, yeah. The Seahawks. Um, but I, I know why people hate the Seahawks because right now they have a guy on the squad named Michael. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Michael, not Michael Jordan, but Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. The guy on the Seahawks. Well, remember Michael Dyson? Michael, Michael Dyson, the professor? No, there was a Michael Dyson who was a receiver. Hold on. We got to Google this. Hold on to see if my you might have to Google this for me. Google Michael Dyson Cleveland Browns. Was it Michael Dyson? Browns. Michael Dyson Browns? Yeah, football Mike, player. See, he was oh, called he, he was called Oh, he's dead. R.I.P. Michael Dyson. But for a while, he was called Michael Dyson. And then he changed his name to Michael Jackson. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It says Michael Jackson when I Googled Michael Dyson. Yes. There was a Michael Dyson who played for the Cleveland Browns and apparently the Ravens when they moved. Do you think do you think Conrad Murray helped him sleep? Oh, maybe that's it. The He's gr- like, "Hey, rules are rules. I have a contract with to help my." I knocked Michael on the door and sleep. Yeah. You know, oh my god, maybe Ed. He was also a graduate of the University oh. of Southern Mississippi. Maybe, maybe he was yeah, felled. Motorcycle accident. Oh, I was going to say maybe he was felled by the plot to build a uh, volleyball stadium at the oh, University of Southern Mississippi for his b- buddy Brett. 
Favre. So my point is, is he's, this is not the first Michael Jackson we've had. Wow. There've been other Michael Jacksons, which makes sense in the NFL. I'll let Stu continue. Say Michael Jackson, but that's not the one that's boggling my mind. As you can tell, they, they also have a cat named Kobe Bryant. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So there's a Kobe Bryant and a fucking Michael Jackson on the Seahawks right Shut now. Up. So I, I don't know what the world is coming to, but you know, here we are. It's kind of, they well, have Gino, who's doing way better than great. I thought. Gino, he was just a whiny bitch in New yeah. York, but he he looks pretty solid he, out there. He was also a backup on the Chargers for a while, and also he spells it. His name's Gino, and he does not look Italian to me. And he's and he spells it. Hey, G, oh, he, spells, he spells it G E N O, and he's got a small penis. And that's when he got that DUI. Yeah. He was he, <laughs> and you you heard it right from the horse's mouth. He's he he's the one who who spread that rumor. Well, it's look, it's, it's gotta be tough. It might even be just like a regular size penis, but we, we in this country, there are stereotypes and sometimes those stereotypes hurt the people that are affected by those stereotypes. That's why we got to try not to do it. And a guy like Geno Smith, he's stereotyped into everybody thinking he's going to look like Vasante Shanko. And when he ends up looking like Brett Favre, you know, that's a that's a that's a stereotype that he's got to live with. And 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 much like other things, he's wasted behind the wheel. It comes out, you know, he's he's he, the real truth. He's had some liquid liquid what courage. Was the hog I saw last week that was. Oh, uh, Santonio Holmes. Oh, Santonio. So, so, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Santonio Holmes. Oh. I, so you I, I, I show my girlfriend that picture and she clutched her chest. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's staggering. Yeah. No, it's. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot, old Santonio. It's a lot. Okay, thank you for all those voicemails. Quick email. Ballers. Last week you talked about the new Dahmer Netflix show. I couldn't get through the first 20 minutes. It's so slow. Uh, I watched, I wa- I've watched two, yeah. and it, it just creeps, it, it creeps yeah, me out. Creepy. Yeah, it the is smell. slow. But, smell. Oh, yeah. God. As Brian likes to point out, my home state of Ohio seems to be the number one birthplace of serial killers. That's actually Ed. That's Ed. That was brought to my attention by Ed. That is not yeah. my knowledge. That's Ed's knowledge. I actually had a professor in college who was from Cleveland and who was childhood friends with Dahmer. <laughs> so they did some gerbil murdering together. So I ask you, what's the bigger red flag here that he was friends with Dahmer or that he's managed to make sure everyone who knows him knows he was friends with Dahmer? Yes. That's from Andy and Andy. The latter. Yeah. 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 Why would you? I I would never want people to know I was hanging out with Dahmer. Yeah. I actually, I actually have a story. It's not oh. quite this close to this, but sort of close <laughs> around. This was like 93. So I get, I'm guessing this, uh, the, he was in the news probably cause he was being sentenced Dahmer. And it was, so it was just, it was just a thing that people were talking about in 1993 and I was working at like this little Japanese takeout place. I was working the counter and I was working the, the counter with this other girl. And she, and I don't remember how it came up and she's, but Dahmer came up and she's like, you know, she goes, I'm from Milwaukee. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Right. And she goes, I actually know Jeffrey Dahmer. What? And I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, she goes me. And she was kind of like a punk. 
She's like, me and my friends all used to hang out in this park downtown. And he was, he lived near the park or something. So he would always be walking through the park. And she's like, and whenever we asked him, he would buy us beer. Oh my God. And I'm like, what? Like, was he weird? Like, she's like, no, she's like, he's a nice guy. She's like, he was just Jeff. Just Jeff. (laughs) Right. I thought you were going to say you were working at the restaurant and like Dennis Rader was the oh, work in the fries. Amazing. That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. <laughs> hey, Brian, can you help me tie this knot? Never mind. You know, I know how to do it. By the way, your lawn, I noticed it's eight millimeters yeah. too high. Yeah, I measured. I took, <laughs> I took the time. I was, I was in the middle of combing my mustache when uh, <laughs> I noticed your lawn was an eighth of an inch. You see, see, there were many before him that, that bound and killed. No. And there, there were some but that tortured team. and killed. The, but... <laughs> <laughs> he was the first to come. He was an innovator. He he bound, <laughs> then he tortured, then he killed. I don't know why I love him as a serial oh, killer the most. I know. He's terrifying. <laughs> there was that one, his daughter like wrote an article a few years ago about what it was like to be the child of a f- serial killer. Like mm-hmm. that couldn't, because most of the Spoiler time they don't alert. have kids. You Not know? great. No. <laughs> Not, not the best childhood. <laughs> hey, where's dad? Oh, <laughs> is he on that oh. scout trip? Remember, he would take the scouts camp. Oh, you probably told me this. Yeah. He would yeah, take yeah, yeah. he would take the scouts camping and then bounce in the middle of the night to do a bind, <laughs> torture, kill, and come back. Yes. So he had witnesses. Yeah, he had an alibi. Wow. He's like, um, hey Billy, keep working on that knot. I'll be right back in a sec. I'm, I mean, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go bind and torture someone. At least he put in an effort. Uh, Our guy, Ricky Rams, Richard Ramirez, he would do a murder and then he would go to the Cecil Hotel in downtown L.A. After doing his murdering, he'd pull up in his Toyota Corolla, park in the alley, strip down naked, throw his bloody clothes in the dumpster and then just (laughs) walk, walk to his room completely nude. And no one thought anything was weird about it. Oh, that's yeah. Just Rick lives on the third floor. Richie Rams (laughs) killed a man named Peter Pan. Did he really? Yeah, he was Asian, but yeah, he killed a guy named Peter Pan. Yeah. And he would, you know, so don't. I wouldn't suggest anybody read the Richard Ramirez oh, Wikipedia he, he page. He raped like old ladies. Yeah, he disemboweled. He did it all. He was, you know, he was dropped on his head a lot as a child. Uh, okay, let's do some non sports. Well, it's time. It's time for non sports. Non sports segment, segment. On the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Non sports. Non sports. Non sports. Non sports. Non sports. I'm talking about the segment now. Non sports. Non sports. Non sports segments. And what is going on in the world of sports? R.I.P. To a handful of people. Yes. Um, Yep. First, RIP to iconic advertising executive Dan Wyden of Just Do It fame. Wyden and Kennedy, a massive part of Nike's success. He was 77. buddy of mine, former buddy of mine that worked in advertising, once delivered a pizza to Dan Wyden with his portfolio in the pizza because it was just... 
any chance you got to work with this guy. agency, you would try to do it. He was and such a fucking it, rock star. Still, it's, it's a big deal. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, Michelle said she'd never talked to him directly, but yeah. she knows lots of people who knew him and yep. said he was a sweetheart of a guy. Yeah. Like, really nice. Yeah, it's a real icon in that industry. Um, R.P., if you know this guy, you know him. Yeah. But R.P. Mike Shank, breakout star of the, the movie American Movie. He was 56. Now, American Movie yes. was like a documentary that was kind of funny. It was about making... Uh, it was like an, the independent movie thing was kicking off 20, 25 years ago. Yeah. And this guy made a document. There was a documentary made about a guy trying to make a horror movie in like Milwaukee. Yes. I mean, I saw that he died and I'm like, where do I know that guy? I must have seen the movie or seen part hilarious. of it. Yeah. It was just these. It was like real life Beavis and Butthead trying to make a horror movie. And there was one scene where this guy. They were trying to smash his head with a cabinet, a kitchen cabinet yeah, door. Yeah. But they didn't make it like already pre-broken. Yeah. So, so they're they just, just smacking doing the head. scenes and they're yeah. just concussing this guy. But it was like it was a funny movie about like dimwit in Milwaukee trying to make a horror movie. It's it's called American Movie. It's awesome. Um. Now, yeah. Now I'm going to have to watch but, it. R.I.P. But R.I.P. 56. R.I.P. Robbie Coltrane, uh, most famous for playing Hagrid in the Harry Potter movies, he was only seventy-two. That's crazy. Now what? That's crazy. What do I know him from? You know, so there was a movie called Nuns on the Run. Yes, where he was in that. He's fu- he was funny in a lot of stuff. He played a big Russian guy in a couple of the Brosnan Bonds. Yeah, but my favorite role. I don't think he had a uh, a line. But he was the guy brushing his teeth in the bathroom in European Vacation when uh, Ellen. Griswold was in the bathtub. Right. Yes. And he's just, he just was just faces. like a big, he was just a big, jolly uh, British comedian. Yeah, no, he comedic was, actor. Yeah, you were, you, he was very recon- recognizable character actor, 72. Yeah, he, I mean, yeah. he, he did not seem, European Vacation was probably 35 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, you right. wouldn't have guessed that guy's in his 30s. No, that is kind of crazy. That is. You would have thought he was like in his late 50s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the big one of the week, R.P. Angela Lansbury, yeah. 96. She played Elvis's mom in That's 1961. Right. That's right. Do did did anybody have they questioned the shifty gardener or um, Robert Culp, the guest star playing the um, traveling salesman? <laughs> Or possibly yeah, yeah. the innkeeper. I mean, Cabot Cove was <laughs> a small town. Was this supposed to be Maine? Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah. A so, small town in Maine. So many murders. That show lasted like ten years. Yeah. So and somebody got killed like, every week. Like two hundred plus murders in a small Maine town, and the only common link is the writer <laughs> right, in town. Right. Also, had no idea she was British. I'll be honest, didn't know that. I, I think no. I should have known that, but you, I didn't know that. Now she just had like one of those weird, specific yeah. to her accents. Yes, and didn't we, um, didn't we didn't you allude uh, uh, us or allude tell us that her that when she played Elvis's mom in Blue Hawaii, Viva Las Vegas, that she was like four Blue years Hawaii, old. Si- Blue Hawaii. Yes, nineteen sixty one. I mean, she couldn't have been much older than him. Yeah. Elvis, I mean, think about it. She's 96. Yeah. 
Elvis, I believe, was born in 37. Yeah. Not not a big difference. Right. No, yeah. 30, I think 32 Elvis yeah. was born. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, R.I.P. She had a nice long run, I'll be honest. She had a nice long run. They didn't realize she was still alive. But no, that doesn't make it any less sad that she died. No. Yeah. Uh, but we'll stay with Angela Lansbury. Our yeah. first story, some stories leaked out. She once rescued her daughter from Charles Manson. Speaking of serial killers-ish. Yes. yes. Her daughter, I think son and daughter, teenage son and daughter, were getting into the drug scene in the 60s in California. And Charles Manson was picking up her daughter from like middle school and high school. Shut up. Giving her heroin. She quit Hollywood. Yeah. And oh, moved moved to the UK for like a year to, to get, get her things away from right. Manson. Yeah, and it was Charles Manson. Wow, I didn't. That is crazy. It's her also daughter now is sixty nine. It's also crazy that you would uh, uh, that your daughter would be being uh, shuttled around by an adult man and being given heroin. <laughs> like what's what? How? Where was Mister Lansbury? Like what the fuck were you guys doing? That an actual this was, cult right, this leader was around the time that she was in Hawaii playing Elvis's his uh, Elvis's mom. Yeah. And Mr. Lansbury should have been there. Yeah. Yeah. Where it the just shows? Yeah. Somebody's got to stay home with the kids. Tads can be a little bit suspect. Right. I didn't know until you probably already know this. I didn't know until recently that Doris Day was somewhat responsible for the um, Sharon Tate catching the I, yeah i didn't know that at all yeah so doris day's son was a big um record producer and he okay. was he was one of the guys i can't remember his name he was one of the guys that was working with uh dennis wilson and they were they were became friendly with charles manson and they were and he was like mom he's like this fucking guy, I don't know, this Charlie guy, like, I don't, you know, I don't think I want to put out his record and he keeps coming by the house and he just gives me the creeps. And she's like, you got to move. So he moved, he, Doris Day owned that Cielo Drive house and her son moved out and rented it to Polanski thinking that would keep him safe. So they showed up probably to murder him and And, got the people that were there. And Sharon Tate. I know. Got it. What a piece of ass. Isn't it? It's always what a little a it's a little always a little more sad when a beautiful woman is murdered. I got it. You know? It shouldn't. Right. But it is. Right. Right. It's yeah, just kinda like you know, it's sad when anybody gets killed, but if you're hot, it's a little bit sadder. That's all. Yeah, it's just yeah. like like twenty percent sadder. Yeah. yeah. Um not hot. James yeah. Corden. He recent this weekend berated a waiter at Balthazar in New York City yeah. and got banned from the restaurant. <sighs> the owner called him a terror, and I can I can just speak to Balthazar. Good, like lives up to its repu- yeah. reputation. Yep. Good, like brunch place. It's a, it's a good spot, right? This and this guy Keith McNall, he's like a well known, like he's had many restaurants like he's a he's like an old school like new york restaurateur like he's not he's not just randomly picking celebrities to ban from and his restaurant want, and you wouldn't want not. this of course because not. you want celebrities hyping your place yes. you want them posting yeah. on instagram that's yes. good for you and he's taking a shot at a late night 
host. So I'll, I'll, I'll gleefully read the Instagram posts that this Keith McNall made. I like it. He posted like a, a headshot of, of, of uh, the double chin. Yeah, no, it's celebrity. great. It's great. And you could tell he's, he's troubled by this, but he, he does that thing where he immediately starts with a huge lie about the person to make them, to make it seem like he doesn't hate them. Yeah. James Gordon is a hugely gifted comedian. Right. That's already a blatant lie. <laughs> Huge lie. Because everyone hates his guts, guts based on his talent. Totally. But a tiny cretin of a man and the most abusive customer to my Balthazar servers since the restaurant opened 25 years ago. I don't often 86 a customer up until today. Oh, till today, I 86 Corden. It did not make me laugh. Here are two examples of the funny man's treatment of my staff. He behaviored similarly in my former restaurant, Cafe Luxembourg, a few years back. Hold on, I got a cough. Hit the cough button. Manager's report one. This is, this is remnants of my sinus infection slash multiple pink eyes. In June, James Corden was here at table 61. Although this is diabolical, it happens very occasionally in all restaurants. I got to cough again. Cough button. While you're coughing. Yes. You want to know the origin of 86ing a customer? I, I've heard it before, but I forget. Please refresh my memory. In the West Village, there's this former speakeasy that yeah. a lot of famous writers used to go to uh, called Chumley's. And it's located at 86 Bedford Street. So. That's why. Wow, but I love that. The problem is, it used to be a cool uh, old speakeasy bar, had a good burger. Yeah, now it's and douchey. Then, then they rebranded it, and it's a real bougie burger for like $35. Oh, I hate and that shit. And it tastes like it costs $35. Yeah. Like, it doesn't taste like a good burger. Yeah. It tastes like there's something too much to it. Yeah, it's it over-engineered. Was a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was closed for a little while. Yeah. And then my buddy and I went there and I was like, this is, this is not for me anymore. And it yeah. just, it's sad. You, you know something that's kind of like, there are no signs out front. Yeah. And now it's become like a cool thing with no signs. Out yeah. Front. Everybody found sucks. out about it and now it yeah. sucks. 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 After his eating his main course, Corden showed a hair to Balthazar manager G who was very apologetic. Cor- after he finished his after, main course. After eating his food. Corden was extremely nasty to G and said, get us another round of drinks this second and also take care of all of our drinks so far. This way I write any nasty reviews in Yelp or anything like that. I think, I think he meant I won't write any nasty reviews. Okay. There's more. James Corden was at Balthazar with his wife on October 9th for brunch. He asked for a table outside. Brunch mater D. Allie Walters took the party to table 301. Mr. Corden's wife. Now, I don't know why there's not quotes around wife or the little emoji of a guy with a beard. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Corden's wife ordered an egg yolk omelet with Gruyere cheese and salad. A few minutes late after they received the food. James called their server MK and told her there was a little bit of. Egg white mixed in with the egg yolk. MK informed the floor manager, G. There's G again. 
The kitchen remade the dish, but unfortunately sent it with home fries and fr- instead of salad. Well, that's because it that's because it was breakfast. That's you when you can have fucking salad with breakfast. No, no that's, that's a fucking. And I can item. tell you, yeah. James Corden's not eating egg whites and salad no, too much. No, that's true. That's when James Corden began yelling like crazy to the server. You can't do your job. You can't do your job. Maybe I should go into the kitchen and cook the omelet myself. MK was very apologetic and brought G over to the table. He returned the dish and after that, everything was fine. He gave them promo champagne glasses to smooth things out. G said that Corden was pleasant to him, but nasty to the server. MK was very shaken, but professional that she is, continued to finish her shift. Here's, here's, and then, so that's, that's, that's the guy that 86 him. Then customers start weighing in. Hey, James, you won't remember me, but, uh, but me and my friends sat at a table next to you and Harry Styles and some others at Manchurian Legends in London. Oh, wait. Uh, civilian title. Okay, never mind. Oh, yeah, no, there's no, no, it's, oh, a great story. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, J- he's, this is somebody um, addressing James Corden directly. That was my confusion. Hey, James, you won't remember me, but me and my friends sat at a table next to you and Harry Styles, plus some others at Manchurian Legends in London's Chinatown about six years ago. Six years ago. We didn't bother you, but you were a massively entitled cunt who yelled and treated the waitstaff like shit. And when one of my early... One of my party politely suggested you calm down. You got really aggressive and threatening in a chubby way like a boozy panda. So my question is this. Why did Harry seem so cool while you were such a massive throbbing bellend? That's a cock, right? Yeah, bellend is, yeah, is yeah. like the head of a bellend penis. Of your cock. Another one. Tales from the cockpit. Half an hour into a New York to London flight, passengers in business class noticed a woman with a crying baby being brought through the curtains by a flight attendant. They looked on in mild horror as they saw the attendant direct her to an empty seat next to James Corden. Uh-oh. Expecting a huge celebrity hissy fit to kick off, Corden's cabin mates were impressed to see that he didn't say a word or make any sort of complaint. He simply put on a pair of noise-canceling headphones pulled an eye mask over his eyes and turned away from her to sleep as any of us would pretty decent of him. Right. When the plane landed though, passengers were surprised to see Corden remain seated as the woman with the baby struggled to open the overhead locker. And even more surprised when she turned to Corden and said, for fuck's sake, can you at least hold the baby while I get the bags down? The woman was his wife. The baby was his baby. I like it when there's a real twist at the end like that. That was good. Yeah, that is a good twist. I did it. I wasn't expecting that. There's also a video that I can't get to play of him not knowing that him being quizzed on his own show as to the name of the um, crew. And he doesn't know anyone's name. Is it as good as when uh, John Voight gets quizzed on the names of his grandchildren? (laughs) I haven't seen that either. That has to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, So, look, James Corden, we all knew this day was coming. He's being Ellen. We've all seen it. We all knew this would happen. And I, I, for one, I'm I'm delighting in his demise. It makes me so happy. This is the greatest day in history. 
always angered me. Yeah. It did. No. Hey fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. The week in sports and culture and whatever. Talking loud, covers, connections, my brothers. Reviewing some movies and shows and others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is for all us, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller.